thanks uh, for taking the time to do this. I appreciate um, your time. How's your day going so far? All right, pretty good. I had another driving lesson today, so a bit stressful. <laughs> okay, she... how far along are you? Um, I'm on my sixth lesson now, and I'm already on uh, big roundabouts and uh, dual carriageways, so <laughs> learning fast. Are you enjoying it? Oh, yeah. Is it because does anyone else in the band drive? Everyone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just... okay. <laughs> You'll be able to share the responsibilities of driving the gigs then in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How's could... uh, 20... Sorry, go on. I was just going to say, we'll make you do all the driving. Yeah. <laughs> well, how's 2023 uh, been treating you so far? We're about, oh, we're reaching about a month in. It's not too bad. It's just been very cold. Um, yeah. yeah. But can't really complain. It's January. A bit quiet on the gig front, though. Well, yeah. Yeah. Is that through choice or is that just because there's nothing going? It's just the way things are, really. Mm. I mean, to be honest, that that's not a problem exclusive to 2023. Like, we... Uh, it seems like half... So what happens is half our gigs that we get during, like, this kind of season... I end up getting COVID or something like right before. We, we've had to cancel so many gigs because my immune system is rubbish. And I keep getting so gigs. It doesn't help that a lot of the venues are unlocked sort of closed down really. Yeah. Um, what 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 is your gigging area, so to speak? So the band is based in we're based in Oxford. Um mm. we do travel a, a little bit, so um uh, what's, what's the furthest you reckon we've been for a gig? I mean, to be fair, we've not done that we, many. We did but... that one in Reading. Oh, oh yeah. We, uh, that's that's about as far as we've been. But yeah, it's just... So I guess this general south, I guess, is our, our kind of area. A lot of the problem is because we're just off the back of COVID. Um, you know, gigs are still thin on the ground, even now. Like um, we, We'd love to have been doing a lot more, but, you know, it's just difficult. It, it is. I mean, for everyone, it really it is uh, this belief that 2022 and 2023 was going to be so much better as it, it's been tough because of obviously a huge backlog of uh, postponed tour, tours, gigs, closure of venues and costs alone. I mean, it's incredibly tough out there. And it's amazing because you guys have been really, really busy since your, your birth since 2019, which is stunning considering you barely got started before the pandemic hit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Great. I think I think um, <clears throat> in a way it's kind of a blessing in disguise because we knuckled down and got two albums out of it, um, and really well recorded actually with John Mitchell. So, um, so yeah, that was good. Yeah, he normally like would be would have otherwise we think would have been booked up, and then sort yeah. of COVID hit, and he and we we were like, hey, uh, do you think we could get some time? He was like, I have no clients at the moment. Take <laughs> any time you want. So that was kind of lucky for us, I think, you know, because people weren't coming, you know, we were able to get in there. But yeah. Considering what an incredible roadblock that for you that was, that 2019 start, pandemic really taking hold in 2020 into 2021. What drove you to keep so long space goal actually moving? Because there's a lot of a lot of people would have just thrown a talent and said, well, this isn't going to get off the ground. Um, so if I'm being honest, I think I'd 
I've been trying to get this project together for a long time and I, I can't even tell you how long it was, but I, it it took me about a year uh, to find uh, an Ina and Paul to like start a band with. I, after going through so many just hopeless and, you know, n- not always awful, but also some awful people. <laughs> um so i guess i just kind of figured like i'm not i'm not letting this go to waste because i know how hard it is to find i mean, like starting a band it's, it's kind of like you know when you go on tinder and like you know, like how <laughs> for a reason kind of thing it's kind of like that when you're trying to start a band it's like if they're not already in a band there's probably a reason for it i mean the great thing is i'd never touched a bloody drum in my life before i joined so long space skill i'm a guitarist um at heart but I adapted quickly and learned to play the drums because that's what was needed and I've done a really good job. But also I can't pry them away from you. Like so <laughs> so um Anina Anina um is our drummer and Paul is our bassist and they are both fantastic guitarists. They they've they've been doing stuff together for a long time and they they wrote they wrote these uh like classical pieces that I really loved. Mm. Um, you know, as I like, really really emotional like and there's no lyrics or anything no. and yet when when i said so you guys want to be the guitarists then they were like mm. and like no i'm playing drums <laughs> you know paul's like no i'm playing bass like i've, I've done guitar I'm, you know so yeah yeah it's really funny that that you know i'm that you know you t- you know like i say you two could be be the guitarist if you wanted yeah. but you opted not to <laughs> yeah yeah have our little guitar battles yeah does that help then when it comes to uh, throwing ideas back and forth um, and that you've got uh, multi-instrumentalists within the band? Absolutely, yes. yeah. I mean, there were points uh, when we were recording where um, we didn't have a lead line written and and I'd have a suggestion or Paul would have a suggestion and yeah, we, we'd throw it into the ring and, and you'd be like, I love that, that's, that's great. And, you know, just, just throw it in, you know? Yeah, it's been really good. Like, add, you know, bouncing off each other with ideas and stuff because... <laughs> Like I say, I'm I'm primarily about the lyrics. Like mm. I'll write underneath it, but the finer points, like a, a lot of that, is these guys or John. You know, I yeah, yeah. When, when I you know when I put the song forward, it is quite bare bones. It, you know, it needs those uh, need, needs those like lead parts and all that. Yeah. yeah. No egos. You're able to keep. Um, well, you're basically able to share this. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it's fascinating as well because you did already touch upon it, but of course, um, 2019, 2023, that's only four years. There's not much time, but you have had Stranded already. That was released in 2021. Do you think that that got the attention it deserved considering its release? Um, obviously, pandemic period and uh, getting anyone's attention these days is incredibly difficult. Um, do you, well, yeah, do you think it got the attention it deserved? <laughs> to be honest yeah i don't think we really uh perhaps we didn't push it, we didn't push it enough like i i was basically of the mindset that like i want to get an album recorded uh you know uh, but basically I, I just i just wanted to do it really quickly you just want to get your song you've been sort of sitting on them yeah i, I mean time. some of them i've been sitting on for like 10 years or so you know what i mean so yes, i was just see, like sorry so yeah it's just like i don't know but i was so keen to get that like what well, i mean we could have sort of gone you know recorded a, a smaller number of songs and done more promotion um but i was just like you know what let's just let's just record an entire album yeah 
I, th I think my highest point of, of Stranded was uh, when I'm Not Yours was played on BBC Introducing. So that, that was quite nice. Mm. Uh, obviously, I wish it would sort of go further, you know, <laughs> yeah. much further. Um, but to be fair, like it was just like we wanted to see if we could make an album. Mm. So I guess we kind of managed that. But yeah, like, like you said, it wasn't really it didn't really get much attention mm. when it came out. But that's kind of partially on us because we didn't really push it anywhere. We, um, you know, none of us are really social media savvy. You know, what I mean, um, you know, we're, we're not big on like you know, pushing things, going, oh, listen to my music, man, it's really good. Like, um, you know, we're, we're just sort of, I don't know, we're, we're reserved. All, we're, we're, yeah, way. yeah, we all kind of fall short in that department because we don't want to bother people with it. <laughs> it is one of the hardest parts of being a band in the modern era, uh, the balance of not just your personal life or trying to earn some money to actually go out on the roll, but you've also got to be a social media manager. You've got to be a bit of an expert on algorithms that will inevitably change six months down the line anyway. So any minor thing you can do is beneficial. But we are now leading, of course, to the sophomore album, Your Heroes Are All Dead, which is out on February 23rd, 2023. I believe I'm just correct, yeah? Uh, wasn't it the 27th, I think? I, I, you know what? I actually don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I've been handling all the PR stuff with the yeah, um, Anina Zar, PR gal. Um, yeah, but uh, I believe it's the twenty seventh. Okay, okay, okay. No worries. Twenty third, twenty seventh. It's the end of February, and it's your second yeah. album. How soon after the release of Stranded did you start working this follow up? Well, actually, um, a lot of the songs on the second album I I have demoed before. Um, like I say, the, the oldest song, uh, Peaches and Cream, is from about 2009, <laughs> I think. Um, what was it? We got Pull the Triggers from 2015. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are from 2017. Yeah. So I guess kind of I've had a lot of these songs written for a while. There's been a couple that um, there's actually a couple of songs that didn't make it onto Stranded uh, just because they weren't quite right for it. So um it, it's really weird like actually yeah some of these some of these songs do actually predate stranded <laughs> quite considerably i'd say i say we, we we went back to john maybe seven or eight months after we finished stranded do you remember we recorded the first yeah it wasn't very long at all <laughs> i think it's the first four songs we recorded mm. um sort of um seven months after and Str um so your heroes are all dead has actually been finished since i think september that's right. Yeah. So we've actually, so actually, the album's been ready to release for a, a few months, <laughs> but of course, it's it's the thing. I was so impatient to get stranded out, like, and I'm, I'm having to stop myself, you know, this time. You know, if it were up to me, it'd just be straight out there, no promotion. Mm. So here you go. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually me who insisted on doing the whole PR stuff. You know, um, I thought, you know, we've put enough money into recording this. Why not go the whole hog, put a bit more money in? try and get it the release it deserves and just get some airs on it you know yeah, because of course as well the exciting thing is um for listeners who may discover you through your heroes are all dead we then we already have stranded as well available that may have missed the first time round. so two albums worth of material uh that clearly share a connection as well considering all of that though then did you have a clear vision of what you actually wanted the second record to actually look like when you first decided to go on uh the recording process Yes, um, I actually so whenever so w when I write, I mean, obviously, I do write individual songs, but I write 
albums primarily. So there is always a connection there. There's always a callback there. Like, so yeah, ever, like I'm quite meticulous when it comes to actually what goes on the album and where it goes and the flow of it. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I definitely had a, a sort of a clear vision of, you know, uh, th there are some songs that can, you know, uh, maybe just songs, but but there will always be a running theme. And that's kind of what you're, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, Stranded has it, but your heroes are all dead. Mm -hmm. Definitely, yeah. I mean, as, as hopefully you'll hear when the album comes out, there is there is a definite mm -hmm. flow there. And it's, I love callbacks. I love albums with callbacks. I don't think enough artists do them. Um, you know, even though lots of artists do, I, I think, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. It's just one of my favorite things about albums. I think another point, um, so when we were recording this and choosing which songs should go on it, we, we wanted it to sound just that little bit heavier than Stranded, you know? Yeah, so there are a couple of songs, like, like for example, um, like uh, Peach and Cream, one of the singles we released, mm -hmm. like, that wasn't going to go on the album because I wrote it when I was 15 and I was like, I just, I think I've kind of moved past this now. And and these guys were like, no, no, it has to go on the album. It's one yeah. of the best songs. Get it on there kind of thing. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, so the rest of the band have had some influence on sort of what goes on it because we mm -hmm. actually... Um, we probably had sort of 15 to 20 songs we could have put on Your Heroes Are All Dead and we sort of whittled it down to 12. Yeah. How did you whittle it down? What was that process like? Was it easy? Um, there, there's, it's basically just trying to figure out, uh, so first of all, asking the band on their opinion, which songs they think fit, which songs they think don't. Um, yeah, there, there's there's a lot of factors at play. I've actually you know, shown demos to, to like friends and family and said, you know, which of these songs do you like better kind of thing. Mm. So, yeah, it's, I spend a lot of time thinking about this kind of stuff, really, you know. Oh, the arguments in the practice room. Oh, no, I want yeah. this one. I want that one. No, I want this one. Yeah, they, these these guys think probably think I'm a bit neurotic sometimes because I'm I'm constantly like, you know, and I've, I've drafted and redrafted like the lineup for the album. I was like, how about this one? How about this? And it was the same with Stranded, like. Yeah, bloody hell. <laughs> it was like the week before, wasn't it? And um, and you were still changing the, the song yeah. lineups and, and all the rest of it. And, and it's like, this is well beyond the point where everyone's like, we don't care. <laughs> like. <laughs> do you think of overall it was quite a, uh, do you think overall it was quite a smooth process though, the creation of your heroes are all dead from beginning to end? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the actual recording process, I really enjoyed. And like I say, I'm not too worried about changing things on the day. We, we've had songs where I've literally like, oh, I don't like these lyrics. I'm going to come up with, you know, I'm going to replace the lyrics. And I'm, I'm there just before we're recording, <laughs> we're recording it, trying to mm -hmm. write the lyrics. But I like that environment. I thrive in that environment. Altogether, though, it was a pretty speedy process. Yeah, I mean... Mm -hmm get into the zone when you're like writing and recording i think and once you're in that zone it's uh everything it just it just happens it falls <laughs> into place yeah everything yeah. falls everything falls into place and it is like a jigsaw puzzle like every song is is kind of and that's how i write songs i piece them together like a jigsaw so yeah it's nice well it is lovely to hear that it was that kind of process for you that experience but individually then what was some of the more exciting things about working on this record? Um, I don't know, really. Um, just sort of spending spending the time with the band and, and just going out and having a few drinks and a laugh. And we, we did that um, acoustic set um, 
yeah. at John's local, didn't we? And yeah, so they, they really got into that. Yeah, we so we we resolved for for part of the recording process. We we were just going to go down to Reading and stay there um, while we recorded for for like a week and a bit. So we we were living together. We were sort of you know we were having to you know clean up after ourselves and and like you know <clears throat> hang out in the evenings and drink together and all this kind of stuff and smell Rob's emissions. <laughs> yeah, and that was this where he got the nickname Farty Rob. Yeah. And um, that, I, yeah, I really enjoyed that because it gave us a chance to sort of, you know what I mean? Like when you're working in close quarters with people, you, you've really, you know, you learn more about them and you learn more about yourself. So I really enjoyed that. And just, I, I, I love working with John. Like he's, he's a legend. <laughs> he's, he's an eccentric like myself. So mm-hmm. it, it's, it's a lot of fun. And maybe this kind of banter just never stops with him. Yeah. Like, it's constant what about challenges then for you again individually what what were some of the more challenging aspects and what did you do to overcome them i think by the end of that week uh, a couple of people in the band might have wanted to kill me because I'd, mm-hmm. I'd spent spent all this time in the zone and i get very very ocd about things you know what i wanted to kill you is when you turn the light off on us when we were playing poker <laughs> I literally, yeah, we were in the house we were staying at and these guys were playing poker. I don't know why, I, I was thinking about, you know, as because as, it was always on my mind, I was thinking about the recording process. And I literally, I, I came in, didn't acknowledge anyone was in the room, turned the light off because the light was bothering me and then left. <laughs> these guys were like, what the hell was that? <laughs> and I didn't even register I'd done it. They came and was like, just come in and turn the light off. I was like, oh, did I? <laughs> so that's that's the kind of in the zone I'm talking about. Like you're not yeah. even really aware of like, yeah, everything else just goes out the window. Really, I guess uh, for me, um, you know, pre-recording nerves. Sort of when it's sort of like it's like red light fever. You know, when when it's time to go, you've got to start playing. You've got to play it correctly and in time to click and. Um, handling that stress was kind of difficult, but I managed it. And, you know, you just sort of, you calm yourself down, you learn to sort of get into it, get into the flow. And you drink hella coffees. I think I made made me and John a a turbo coffee and about 10 spoons of coffee in it and a little bit of water. It's just like, if we both die of a heart attack, just like promise you'll finish the album. (laughs) But you finished it, as you said already. It's uh, finished, and well, February, the end of February, twenty third or twenty seventh. Um, whoever's right there, I'm sure it said the twenty third. I'm sure it did. I looked at the press release before we chatted. Right, you may be right. Yeah, I, this is. A, I should really know more about when the album's coming out. I'm just, but I am completely burnt out on it. After we finished recording it, I'm like, I was like, oh my god, I can't think about this anymore. So I'm kind of. Uh, delegated to Anina to be like can you just can you just sort the, the release and stuff I'm done I'm done with this I just I just want someone else to take over now but I'm you may you, I'm, I'm glad you said that now burnout because that's always an intriguing thing to me because obviously um in in a lot of most regards albums are finished releases are finished months if not longer uh before release 
And it often comes to my head, and often we'll speak to artists and bands about whether the upcoming release rejuvenates re- 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 their desire, their interest in their own music, because of course it's quite old, potentially old for you, and you've already moved on musically. Is that the case with you? Are you still feeling quite in tune with the album, or are you just kind of like, let's get to February and get this thing out? I think you're absolutely right. Um, yeah, kind of. So over the past few months, I have to say I have been feeling a little bit burnt out on it. But um, as, as you've said, as it's as it's starting to get picked up and 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 radio stations are starting to play it, and we're, it's getting towards the release. Yeah, you're right. It has given me sort of a, a second wind almost, and I'm starting to get excited about it again. So I've, I've been hyped all the way along, like because you know I've been handling the, the PR and yeah. You know, I'm just hyped. I'm like, um, you know, Tom's sending me these these lists of, of places he's contacted, people who are interested, and it's like, awesome, awesome. I'm glad to see the progress, and, you know, it's really good. And long may that continue. Uh, it's fantastic to hear that. What about um, further along? So the, this 2023 has just got started. The album comes out in February, and then there's still another 10 months. Do you have any plans in place? Do you have any ideas what you want to do or goals that you want to reach? Well, we would like to we would like to start playing some more shows if possible. Mm-hmm. Um, that obviously that's kind of what this is all for. I, I kind of I mean the, the reason we've recorded so much is because in in my last band we had the opposite problem where we, we didn't record enough, so we were playing probably two shows a week. But you know the, the songs weren't recorded, so no one was really singing along. People coming to see us, but it was you know what I mean. So. Yeah, I mean, it, but, but now we've got the opposite problem. So it'd be nice to it'd be nice to play some shows and like, get, get people get people in the audience singing along to that. Mm. <laughs> that's a, that's that's my my main goal. Um, yeah, me too. I mean, basically, uh, it's just how much you want to do the band thing. You know what I mean? There's obviously other stuff we we could be doing. I, I hadn't given it too much thought, really. You know, stuff like merch and whatever but uh um but obviously i guess that's a, a thing that people do but yeah for, for me it's mainly about the shows and uh yeah yeah it's, it's much the same for me i mean i i live for music i always have done since i was little since i was you know four years old um it's all i've ever wanted to do really um that's that's sort of my zone you know and she is crazy good at it so <laughs> Well, fingers fingers crossed that um that will happen because I feel like uh a lot of the hangover shows and stuff has now kind of died away to a degree. Uh, for example, festival seasons are kind of resetting now, and we are getting no uh, hangover lineups are gone now. Um, so considering how uh long we have to go in the year, I see no reason why more shows isn't at least a guarantee. Mm. Before you go, we now do a section called quickfire questions so this is a from pulled from around 200 questions 10 random um questions thrown at you either or most for the most part and uh it's up to you how you want to answer them you can keep them short you can keep them long it's entirely up to you some are very very nonsensical some a bit more serious but uh we'll see how we do start with number one then what meal do you think you cook better than anyone else in the band uh pesto pasta with cheese uh very nice it's what we were yeah, when we were recording, I, I, I made that, that a lot. Love that. Oh, I also made you French toast. You did. I was good. I got. I got. I forced you to eat because mm. Anina doesn't eat very much unless she's supervised. Yeah. So, so yeah. yeah. So made made sure she ate. She ate healthy. You know? mm. 
spaghetti, spaghetti curry spaghetti curry nays. I put curry powder in my spaghetti bolognese. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> a dream place for so long space girl to play. A dream place. Does it have to be a real place? Oh yeah, yeah, like in the world. A real place that uh, it would just be a dream come true for you to play. Uh I mean the, the obvious answer is is Wembley Stadium. I mean yeah. can, can you can you can you come up with a, a more interesting no, answer? I'm on board with that. On top of the Eiffel Tower? I don't know. Mm. No, definitely. You can fit more people in Wembley than the Eiffel on top of the Eiffel Tower. Definitely Wembley. <laughs> Has someone's creative work ever moved you to tears? And if so, what was it? Um well, yeah. Uh, so I, I I connect very deeply with the music I listen to, but I I suppose one the example that immediately comes to mind is obviously when uh, I think I mentioned this earlier, but obviously Nina and Paul used to do um, do classical mm -hmm. instrumentals, and I remember when they first played it to me, being really really moved by it. We had to give you a tissue. Had to give me a yeah, yeah. A tissue just bawling everywhere. Nerdy gamer answer for me. Um, the ending theme from Dark Souls Two is a beautiful piece. Okay, I can't. I don't know. I maybe because it's just recent watch, but I was like, okay, you're just saying gaming. Where are you going to go with this? Last of Us, something like that. But no, I would not have. Uh, that's incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an incredible game. So mm. all the way along, but um, yeah, the ending theme just beautiful. Fantastic. Favorite holiday destination. Oh gosh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sound uh, like I don't know if this comes off. Um, I've been very fortunate in my life that I've been taken on lots of holidays. <laughs> um, I went, I, I went to Cancun in Mexico once. That was really nice. I do love me a bit of Dublin. I have a very good friend there, so always nice. It's my home country. Oh, any? Mm, you wouldn't know it by my accent because I've lived over here for a very long time, but I'm Irish born and lived there until I was 13. And County Cavan and Dublin used to be a regular trip. In fact, I haven't been back that way in a while. I was supposed to go back last year, but COVID. Oh, wow. Don't kill me for the, uh, the rubbish uh, imitation of the accent. <laughs> <laughs> Is there life out there beyond our planet? Yes. Statistically... Yeah, I'd say there probably is. It might not necessarily be intelligent life. The problem, the problem is like overcoming the laws of relativity to be able to get out there and find it. In my view, you know, they say well, you can't prove there's life out there. Um, no, you can because you talk to it every single day. If we're here, we're probably not the only ones. Mm. Pizza or pasta? Something completely different. Oh, that's so hard. Um, oh, I love them both so much. Don't make me choose. <laughs> I agree, but the pizza. I I do love pizza. Yeah, I, I got I to say pizza as well, but it's it's uh, make, making me it's like making me choose between my children. And from that side, pepperoni and mushroom. But yeah. I was about to ask, yeah, what's the toppings? Definitely pepperoni and mushroom. I can get with pepperoni and mushroom. That's good. I. 
I will eat pineapple if it's on a pizza, but I would never choose to have it on yeah. a pizza because I I don't think I, I don't know. It's I know it's a bit of a contentious topic. It's like I, I probably wouldn't pick it off, but I would never ask for it on a pizza. Paul being the weirdo he is actually enjoys tuna on a pizza. <laughs> I don't get him. I really don't. Is he mad? Well, while I do obviously, you know, like everybody does have an opinion on pineapple on pizza, it's wrong. I've never tried tuna on pizza. That actually sounds like it's worth trying. Mm-mm. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Have either of you ever experienced something unexplainable? Unexplainable? Absolutely. Want to share? Um, I saw what I would perceive as a demon. It was this black shadow and I could just see the outline of it. Um, it was in a, it was a doctor's surgery. Um, it was like 10 o'clock at night and I was crossing the road and I could literally just see the outline of this thing and it was looking at me and it was sneering at me. It was horrible. Incredible. Wow. Mm. Okay. Sweet or savoury? I'm, ooh. Uh, again, it, it kind of depends, but uh, normally I'm probably more of a savory person. I do, I do, I do have a bit of a sweet tooth, but I'm not a, but I'm not a dessert person. I don't eat cake. I don't eat ice cream or anything like that. I don't eat donuts. I, so I'm, I'm definitely probably more of a savory person. I, I'd say savory, more so spicy. <laughs> I do like my spicy food. Fantastic. Second last one, uh, band. What's a band that you'd like to give a shout out that you are really enjoying right now that maybe uh, people may not have heard of? Oh gosh, there are so many. Um, I'm, I mean, bearing in mind probably talking about, uh, in some cases, bands that are like way more well-known than we are. Wow, um, yeah. I love some of the um, the sort of the DIY bands uh, over in like America at the moment, like uh you know, like Prince Daddy and the Hyena. I absolutely adore their music. It's so good. Um, I was really enjoying Retirement Party before they split up. Mm. Uh, you know, Beach Bunny's a fantastic band. There's there's way too many to name here. Um, yeah. Perhaps a, a sort of a lesser known band that, um, you know, sort of from our kind of neck of the woods, I really do like uh, Daskal. I think their music is really uh, good. Beaver Fuel, they're, they're really good. Uh, Lee's a good friend of mine. So there's a couple of bands we played with uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I think my favourite band of all time has got to be Metric, though, for sure. Oh, yeah, Metric. I think Metric, Metric they're amazing. If, if if you gave us all all night, mm-hmm. uh, probably come up with several more. There, there are so many bands mm-hmm. I've yet to see that I still want to. There's some really good Australian ones as well. Freaking love Camp Cope. They're a fantastic band. Like um I, I I just the the list is too long, so I'm gonna stop because otherwise it's it's yeah. just gonna it's just gonna be an hour of me like shouting out to bands I like. Naughty naughty. Oh no, it's incredible, it's incredible to hear. There's several bands that I don't I'm not aware of, I don't know the name. So it's, it's the idea is hopefully uh give people myself included a chance to go check something out after this. Last one. React, this kind of ties in, I guess, to what we were talking at the start when it comes to algorithms and uh, getting your name out there and so on. But a way that uh, YouTube channels get their own name out there utilizing people's content is reaction videos. So that you've seen some, maybe you've been part of them. I don't know. Yay or nay, though, where do you fall on it? Because I know there can be a contentious issue between artists. 
Um, nope. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't hate them like inherently. Uh, I remember that. I remember that scandal with like the Fine Brothers a few years ago, and everyone having a right laugh about that because of like what they were doing. Um, I do think videos on YouTube have gotten a bit samey. Like, there's a lot of video essays. There's a lot of reaction videos. I think there are entirely too many of them. I but... hate reaction videos. They are the single most pointless thing since reality TV and Big Bleeding Brother. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if someone if someone was to do a reaction video of our stuff, I probably wouldn't. I mean. I wouldn't it's complain, like, but any publicity is good publicity. So <laughs> probably when the shoes on the other foot, eh? especially especially if they were saying this is the worst thing ever and I hate it. If it was like someone, you know, people love to hate that was just like ripping on it, that would be great. Yeah. Well, you have set a challenge there, as um, we do do them occasionally. Myself and uh, another member of the channel who's got a different, similar taste to me, but certainly leans towards a heavier style of music. You have set a challenge. I am telling you now, we are going to do one of yours in the future, 100%, and it's going your way, and uh, we'll be in, we're definitely doing it now. 100%, just because that, that is too good. Awesome. So long, Space Girl. Uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to do this. want to give it a shout out again. You hear us are all dead. End of February. Oh, we'll repeat it again, 23rd or 27th. Check the date. It'll be in the actual description uh, what the actual date is. But end of February, your second album. Really excited to hear it. Can't wait. Uh, thank you again so much for taking the time to do this. Thank, thank you, you so much, much for having us. Thank you. Thank you very much for watching. If you liked what you saw, please help us out by giving us a thumbs up and hitting that subscribe button. If you really liked what you saw, Consider donating to keep the website and channel running by buying us a coffee via our coffee page or picking up some merch from our big cartel store. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as via our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as listen to our interviews via SoundCloud, Apple Music, and Spotify. Just search for GBHBL. Games, horror, and heavy metal. What else is life for?